Today's podcast is brought to you by Howie's new book, Paperboy. To order today, go to HowieCarshow.com and click on store. Better strap yourself in. It's time for the Howie Car Show. You don't practice no, anymore, do you? I don't. It seems almost like a pro forma thing that I don't really need to do. Ahoy, hoy, lowly mortals. In addition to working for me, you may now praise me as your almighty. Dr. Fauci, give me that ouchie. Amen, sir. Live from the Matthews Brothers Studios. Why not agree to tougher border protections, which is an issue of national security as well? Well, Jake, the, the border piece, as you know, is out of my, uh, is out of my purview. I left with the cold reality uh, that help is not on the way. And all the studies show, by the way, you get from, people get from point A to point B faster on a train than their car. They take the train. They take the train. And that's Uncle Joe. He's a moving kind of slow at the junction. Comes up to me. His name is Angelo. When he comes over, he says, Joey, baby. Anyway. Rump swabs, hacks, and moon bats beware. It's... Howie Carr. Welcome to the Howie Carr Show. The number, if you'd like to join us, as always, every weekday afternoon, live, 844-500-4242, And there's so much going on, uh, as you know, with uh, the, uh, the the war in uh, Gaza, the uh, the Poison Ivy League, the resignation of uh, one of the Poison Ivy League uh, college presidents, uh, et cetera. It's, uh, there's, there's so much going on. But I wanted to start today with something else, and that is the guy that, as I think Dan Hicks and the Hot Licks once sang, could be his theme song, How Can We Miss Him When He Won't Go Away? How Can We Miss You When You Won't Go Away? Dr. Anthony Fauci. The guy refuses to leave. We talked with uh, Senator Rand Paul about it on the air last week. He's got a new book out about uh, the uh, the panic and about how uh, Fauci was, was responsible to a greater or lesser degree for the devastation that continues, not just in the United States, not just in Western society, but everywhere around the world. The overreaction, the fact that, uh, you know, he may have uh, green-lighted it in one way or another, the the uh, research that led to this uh, lab-created uh, virus, which was then leaked out of the lab, either inadvertently or deliberately, we we don't know that either. And he's he's got secure he's got six he's got security agents, even though he's purportedly retired, he still has a government limousine. He has six lawyers, according to Senator Paul, six lawyers three private and three government lawyers to defend him against all of these uh, lawsuits and congressional hearings, Senate and House alike, that are going on. Guy guy has uh, never had a real job since he got out of college. He went into the federal bureaucracy because back in the 60s, if you got out of medical school, you were drafted into the Army and you had to serve in Vietnam. And this great public servant, he, and he'll be glad to tell you what a great public servant he is if you ask him. Even if you don't ask him, he'll tell you. He wanted to uh, avoid going to Vietnam, which, you know, uh, again, I understand. But don't tell me what a great, uh, great, brave, courageous individual you are. 
He made over four, he made more than the president of the United States as a as a bureaucrat. Never uh, never practiced medicine. You know, Rand Paul, even though he's been in politics for a large part of his career, I mean, he does pro bono work uh, during during congressional resource recesses. Does does uh, Anthony Fauci do any of that? I, I think not. But you know, as as obnoxious and as narcissistic as he is. This uh, this interview that he gave to the BBC, it's it, it, he's he's hit yet another new new depth here, and and again he's he's talking about how he doesn't go to church anymore. He was raised as a uh, as a Roman Catholic, and you know he's the, he's a cafeteria Catholic, I guess you call him. I'm not I'm not I'm a I was raised Catholic. I'm not a great Catholic, but the the things that he's saying, I mean, I, I don't think anybody normally says these types of things just because they they don't want to look like a complete narcissistic ass but that's that's Dr. Fauci I mean this is the guy who said I am the science but now it turns out not only is he the science he thinks he is religion maybe he actually thinks he's God but I, I'm gonna I'm gonna read you the cut first. Uh, this is an interview with the BBC, and uh, then then we'll play the cut. So, but I just want you to hear hear where he's coming from. He's he says, um, you know, why don't you go to church? Uh, his personal ethics on life are so his personal ethics on life are so strong. He doesn't have any need to go to church. It seems like a pro forma thing that I really don't need to do. Okay. Okay. I understand. I understand. Most Catholics don't go to church anymore. Me among them. First of all, he says, "There's some I would never say, and I dare say, none of you, whatever religion you are, none of no, very few people, with the slightest amount of humility, or common sense, or both, would say this. First of all." I think my own personal ethics on life are enough to keep me going on the right path. I think my own personal ethics on life are, I think, he says I think twice, enough to keep me going on the right path. Is that up for you? Is, is, this, isn't that like being a tough guy? You don't, no, you don't say you're a tough guy. Someone, someone else has to say you're a tough guy. So you don't say I have great ethics. So the people that you live with, that you interact with, that you that you are related to, and you work with, and you live around on a daily basis, they're the ones who make the judgment on whether your personal ethics are in order. You don't do it yourself, do you? But let's play this cut from uh, Fauci. It's just. Uh, I, you know, even by Fauci standards, this is really, uh, this is uh, amazing. Cut one. There's the Green Chapel where Chris and I were That's were where you were married, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah, it's really nice. Do you still go there? Do you no. Still, you don't practice no. anymore, do you? I don't, no. Why? Ah, a number of complicated reasons. Go on. We have a whole <laughs> <Okay>. corridor. <laughs> I, yeah. First of all, I, I think my own personal ethics on life are, I think, enough to keep me going on the right path. And I think that the, there are enough negative aspects about the organizational church. 
mm -hmm. uh, that you were very well aware of. I, I'm not against it. I identify myself as a Catholic. I was raised, I was baptized, I was confirmed, I was married in the church. My children were baptized in the church. But as far as practicing it, it seems almost like a pro forma thing that I don't really need to do. He, he, he doesn't need, you know, you know, you see those cars pulling up and people getting out every now Saturday nights and Sunday morning and hear the bells ringing in many cases, uh, you know, telling people to come to church. They need to go. But Dr. Fauci doesn't need to go because he has personal ethics. Personal ethics. OEM religion. But he's also science. He's also science. Let's play the super cut. Cut two. It's really very much an attack on science, I think, Rachel. But they're really criticizing science because I represent science. I think you just got to follow the science. Listen to the Fauci's of the world. I represent scientific principles because a lot of what you're seeing as attacks on me, quite frankly, are attacks on science. Imagine saying that. Attacks on me or attacks on science. You know, what, whatever Rand Paul can rain down in, in terms of uh, opprobrium, criminal charges, you know, uh, just uh, canceling him, rendering him a pariah, it's not enough. It's not enough for what he's done. And he, he hasn't learned a single thing from from all, in all his 81 years his if anything you would think you know as he as he approaches the checkout counter he would become a little more humble and he would think about what's what's ahead but he's his his ego is is more insufferable than ever 844-500-4242, 844-500-4242. When we come back, we're going to do a heat mail Monday with uh, Grace. Turtle Boy, this is a situation that is made to order for Give, Send, Go, the crowdfunding platform that stands strongly for free speech and supports unpopular causes while others shy away. Aiden Kearney, known as Turtle Boy, has been a dedicated independent reporter for many years in Massachusetts, exposing local government abuses. Kearney's uncompromising work has earned him many powerful critics, so much so that the state police recently sent six, count them, six cruisers to his home to arrest him on multiple counts of what they called witness intimidation. During his arrest in front of his children, by the way, the police searched his home and seized his computers and cell phones. Turtle Boy now faces charges for nothing more than exercising his First Amendment right to ask questions. The message of Turtle Boy's arrest is being sent loud and clear to everybody. If you dare to speak out against corruption and abuse, the powers that be may seek to destroy you. Turtle Boy has set up a legal defense campaign on Give, Send, Go to raise money to defend his and our civil liberties. He chose Give, Send, Go because he knows that his campaign will not be shut down based on political bias, and he knows that it is just a better fundraising site, platform, period. If you wish to support the fight against political persecution, please visit Give, Send, Go. Search for Turtle Boy and contribute whatever you can to his legal defense fund. 
Give, Send, Go, the fundraising platform that actually stands for the values liberals profess, diversity, inclusion, and love. Start a campaign today, GiveSendGo.com. I'm Howie Carr. Here's hoping Charlie Baker's turkey police aren't out and about this year. No turkey, no turkey sandwiches, no turkey salad, no turkey gravy, turkey hash, turkey a la king, or gallons of turkey soup. The Howie Carr Show will be right back. <laughs> Fun fact, Charles Dickens modeled Ebenezer Scrooge after Howie. He was a tight-fisted hand at the grindstone, a squeezing, wrenching, grasping, clutching, covetous old sinner. All right, so I'm lying. Howie's not quite that old. Merry Christmas from Howie Carr. I always considered myself more in the Jacob Marley tradition than the Ebenezer Scrooge tradition. Rattling my chains down through the uh, down through the ages, eight four four five hundred forty two forty two. Today's poll question is brought to you by Balance Seven. Stop procrastinating and get your energy back. New customers can save ten dollars and get free shipping at balance7.com with code Howie. Balance7.com with code Howie. Jared, what's the poll question? What are the results thus far? Today's poll question, which you can vote in at HowieCarshow.com, is might a new poll showing Haley ahead of Biden 51 to 34 versus Trump ahead only 47 to 43 make you more likely to change your vote? Yes, job one is getting rid of Biden. No, it's Murdoch's poll. Can't believe it. She's a rhino, so her win wouldn't mean much. Or I'm MAGA all the way. I'm MAGA all the way. I'm MAGA all the way in the lead, well ahead at 62%. 17% for Can't Believe Murdoch's poll, 11% for Job 1 is getting rid of Biden, and 9% for She's a Rhino, so her win would not mean much. All right. Eight, still, it's it's a huge it's a huge number, you know, 17 points. I but I just don't I just don't believe it. It it, it would it would seem that the the Murdoch people would be would have a more believable poll if they kept the number in sort of a rational area. Instead, they just went kind of like CNN or ABC. All right. Every week on this, on Mondays, this time, we like to check in and see, see what our fans are saying about us. They're our, our listeners, our viewers, our readers, everybody at the Howie Car Radio Network, whether it's about me, Grace Curley, uh, Taylor, or Jared, anybody. And now we call it Hate Mail Monday. It's time for Howie Carr's Hate Mail Monday. Let the hate flow through you. (laughs) Grace is here to give us our Hate Mail Monday. What kind of uh, week do we have this week, Grace? Uh, A lot of of, uh, love letters from the the fans? Yeah, it's an eclectic week, I would say, Howie. We have a couple of different avenues to go down. The one I want to start with is a common misconception. So every once in a while, you have your cheap bastard deal, and you play theme music with your cheap bastard deal. And a lot of people attribute the singing in that song to me. 
I am not the singer on that song, but I want to play just so in case anyone's not familiar with it. Here's what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. Sounds too good to be true. Oh, no, it's real and it's a steal. Okay. So after you had a cheap bastard deal last week, a woman wrote on Facebook, I hate that song and I hate Grace's high pitched voice. She should stop singing it. So I, just, I don't even know who sings it. We, no, nobody does. My sister thought it was the male manager for a while, but it's not. <laughs> so uh, please redirect your hate elsewhere. Um, I think we bought it from Songs for a Buck. <laughs> uh, here we have another voicemail, Howie. Um, as usual, people are taking issue with the way you're pronouncing things. This is cut one. Time for some more carbonics. Geography edition. I don't know. Is Rio de Janeiro in Argentina or Brazil? I don't know. There's that Deerfield education. They call him the Trump of the topic of the tropics. Tropical or topical? Trump of the topic. As they take over more of the big states. How, how does a Republican get to 270 states? Obama said there were 57 states and Joe Biden said there were 54. But Howie Carr says... 270 states. This is Deerfield talk. I think that was, I think that was, I was a victim of AI there. I don't think <laughs> this I've is ever a said deep 270 fake. states. Well, um, I have another. I, you know, I feel for Susanna Gibson now, you know. <laughs> this is this is apparently what happened to her. You understand her pain. <laughs> um, Howie, here's another one. This is cut two. This one's directed at me. Uh, last week, I left a message referring to Grace as that airheaded chick at noon. I, I'd just like to apologize. That was really rude of me. I meant to say airheaded broad at noon. Hmm. At least they didn't call you a frail. Yes. Or a dame. That's true. That's true. That's the positive. Quite a Philly. Uh, Howie, you put up a column about Hunter Biden being the poster boy for Democrat privilege. Wanted yes. to read you a couple comments you got on this. The first one was Meet Howie Carr, one of Boston's biggest frauds and hypocrites, a pathetic, intellectually dishonest shill. Was there any mistakes that, that he listed, or did I say anything that wasn't accurate? No, but another person wrote beneath that. Just how, ad hominem attacks. Howie Carr has proven himself to be a right wing lemming time and time again. Uh, what did I write that was that was right wing? I I said, I quoted. I, I if you didn't see the column, it's still up <laughs> at howiecarrshow.com. We took at least ten cuts from Joe Biden, screaming and yelling and whispering and talking about how he wanted everyone to pay their fair share of taxes. And he didn't care if you were a billionaire or a trillionaire. That's what he said, a trillionaire. As long as you paid your fair share of taxes, pay your fair share, Jack. That's what he said. Yeah, the person didn't have any issues with any of your quotes or anything like that. Just you. Just you as a right-wing lemming. Just how dare I? Yes. How dare, how, how dare I use Brandon's own quotes against him? Okay. Yes. How dare you? Speaking of how dare you, can I have cut three, please, Jared? Wait a minute. Is the word chocolate or chocolate? Chocolate? Never heard of chocolate. I prefer to pronounce it chocolate. Yeah, that's that's always that's a stand standalone there. Um, and Howie, that's it for Hate Mail Monday. Thank you very much, sir. All right, we'll be right back. I think we'll, maybe we'll play some Brandon cuts. Eight four four five hundred forty two forty two. I'm Howie Carr. 
live from the Matthews Brothers Studios. 844 500 4242 844 500 Again, uh, Dr. Fauci has, uh, has plumbed new depths, or, should, or maybe he's reached new heights of narcissism. I'm not sure how, how best to describe it. But he, he doesn't need to go to church. First of all, I think my own personal ethics on life are, I think, enough to keep me going on the right path if he does say so himself. Is it possible that he's the, you know, being raised as a Catholic and he's so proud to be raised a Catholic, there's the concept of original sin. Everyone is born with original sin. That's why you need to get baptized according to church teaching, church church theology. I wonder if Anthony Fauci thinks that he probably didn't need to be baptized because he wasn't born with original sin. I mean, he's his personal ethics were such, even as a even as an infant, that what did he he was he was the science even then. 844-500-4242. I want to play a couple of cuts. We got these cuts late on Friday night, and uh, we we played them, but you know people are drifting away, and it's you know it's holiday time, and I just want to uh, I, I want to play a couple of them again and. This is probably the best cut in a in a very long time. From I mean, the again, the best in the sense of being the worst cut in a very long time from uh, from Brandon here. And this was uh, these are remarks on investing in America and in investing. Investing that means squandering money. When uh, Democrats say it, that means uh, giving uh, giving money to DEI initiatives and uh, and uh, windmill. Th- Turbine technology made in China, or uh, or or putting the wind putting the windmills in uh, in in offshore areas to kill whales, or uh, or investigating in, in investing excuse me in solar technology that uh, that just uh, makes makes previously uh, bucolic farm areas into these into these hotbeds of just nastiness and disaster waiting waiting for the next hurricane or tornado to create all kinds of environmental hazards it's just a disaster but these are investments and and brandon is very proud about how much they've invested cut one over a billion three hundred million trillion three hundred million dollars I thought he said trillion, trillion. Let me hear that. Let me hear that one again. I, I don't think we've gotten the right uh, the the right quotes on the uh, internet or in the newspapers. Let me hear that one one more time. Over a billion, three hundred million, trillion, three hundred million dollars. He said trillion, trillion, right, Jared? Over a billion, three hundred million, trillion, three hundred million dollars. I heard trillion three hundred million dollars. Okay, I thought it was tri- trillion, trillion, but the 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 official. The official count, the, the official transcript that's signed under pains and penalties of perjuries, perjury is uh, is three trillion three hundred million, eight four four five hundred forty two forty two. Just for reference, I think that is twenty eight zeros on that number. Twenty eight zeros. If I'm looking at billion three hundred million billion trillion three hundred million dollars, and they zeros. still can't, and they. St- and they all these investments, and they still can't figure out who sent the uh, racist emails at UMass, 
who vandalized the portraits of the black professors at the Harvard Law School, who who uh, who attacked the uh, the the adherent of the religion of peace at Stanford University. Odd, odd how that works. They haven't found the MAGA assailants of uh, Jesse Smollett either, for that matter. Cut four. And all the studies show, by the way, you get from people get from point A to point B faster on a train than their car. They take the train. They take the train. I'm glad he repeated that. Faster on a train than their car, they take the train. Good. Thank you. 844-500-40. You want to lie? These people still keep calling in and saying Trump lies. How can these how can these MAGA Republicans, these deplorables vote for someone who lies? This is uh this is Biden talking about how the uh, the increases in taxes since uh, since he was installed as president after his selection in uh, November 2020. Cut 8. I made a commitment that nobody making less than 400,000 bucks a year, which is way above what I ever made until I became president. <laughs> but it was look, in 2020, 55 of the biggest corporate We're the fact checkers. Can we get a? Can I get me a fact checker here from CNN or the Washington Post and IL Five? He made eleven million dollars plus. Eleven million dollars plus in uh, 2017 after he left the vice presidency, and that's what we know about. That's what they reported. We don't. We don't, a lot of these were loan repayments, and. You know, he talks about paying the fair their fair share. What about what about the S corps that he and his wife set up, which are, which are illegal, which are legal, I should say, but are are they paying their fair share? You set up a you set up an S corp, and that that pushes your income through a corporation so that you don't have to pay. Social Security or Medicare. Medicare is the big one because Social Security caps off after a certain number, like a, over a hundred thousand, I think, or two hundred thousand. But Medicare, you just keep paying on and on and on. But if you set up an S corp and you run your money through the S corp, you don't pay Medicare after a, a very minimal amount. Yet, so he wants everyone else to pay pay at uh, their fair share, as he puts it. But for himself, he'll take the he'll take the escort. And by the way, when you ask him how much he makes, he'll just lie. He'll just lie. 844-500-4242. I won't even t- I won't even tell you the story about the the Angelo Negri. I haven't played that for a while because it's the, this is the conductor who tells him when he's vice president that uh, that he traveled all these miles on uh, Amtrak between uh, Union Union Station in uh, D.C. and uh, Wilmington, Delaware, over and over. I mean, the fact that he, he tells the story, this guy told him this when he was vice president. The guy actually retired in 1993 when he was a senator. But, you know, that's I, I don't even want to get into it. 844-500-4242. Sandy, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Sandy. Hi, Howie. I um, Hi. had a question about Hunter and his lawyer. And the lawyer, it seems to me, is somewhat corrupt for holding out on the IRS for the years that um, Hunter was with Burisma 
and harbored are, this are you referring you're you're referring to the prosecutor i think right the the guy the guy yes. david weiss yes yes right yes I couldn't remember his name. Anyway, yes, that's the guy. And I'm wondering why they don't hold him uh, in some kind of liability. Well, for you, you know, he's he, he's, that he's is, in a tough. I'm not defending David Weiss, but he's in a tough spot because they they Merrick Garland and uh, has said that his boss that that he had the right to bring any kind of charges he wanted against Hunter Biden in any jurisdiction. And the fact is, under uh, DOJ uh, rules and regulations, you you know, if you're going to if he was going to bring a tax case against Hunter Biden in California, in L.A., or he was going to bring a tax case or a gun case against him in D.C., he would have to get permission from these hack U.S. attorneys in D.C. in the they call it the Central District of California, and they wouldn't give him permission. So he di- he didn't have per- the uh, the IRS whistleblowers pointed out that he had told them and a bunch of other uh, FBI agents and IRS investigators and uh, DOJ lawyers that he didn't have the that they had they were stonewalling him and then he denied it and they they issued these these uh, uh, finely tuned parse statements saying that oh he did have the right to do that but you know the other thing about him uh, uh, Sandy is that. You know who his do you know who his father was? I keep I keep mentioning this in my column, but it's it's very seldom picked up on. His father was a guy named Meyer Weiss. His father was an IRS agent in Philadelphia. That's where he was raised. You know, he's the, the he's the U.S. attorney in Delaware. Was he? I think he still is. Delaware and right next door to Philadelphia. His father was indicted, charged convicted and imprisoned for running shakedowns as an IRS agent. This was back in the uh, 80s. It was a he he made over $200,000. He took $200,000 in payoffs. It was the at the time Meyer Weiss, the father of David Weiss, who's now the special counsel investigating Hunter Biden, was the most corrupt in terms of monetary uh, theft of any IRS agent in the history of the United States of America. He's probably been, uh, you know, you know, uh, supplanted as the most corrupt since then. But he was the most corrupt. And the wife apparently went to court and was trying to get back some of the money that he had to, that uh, was confiscated, they had to make restitution to. And so the feds, when they were fighting, giving the money back to uh, Mrs. Meyer Weiss, David Weiss's mother, the stolen money, the the extorted money, they uh, they they went through a, uh, a forensic analysis of where the, what the money had been used for, and you know what they used some of that money for? You know what Meyer Weiss, the cor- the most corrupt IRS agent in, uh, in in American history, used some of that money for? He used it for the law school tuitions of David Weiss, who is now investigating the IRS crimes the crimes against the IRS and the crimes against the U.S. taxpayer by Hunter Biden. And, and CND's right. He, he, uh, he, he sl- slow-walked this investigation so that the statute of limitations ran out on, on, uh, on all the Burisma payments. They, they could have they indicted, if they had moved more quickly, they could have indicted him for, for millions of dollars more in unpaid taxes. But they, they slow-walked it. And as recently as last summer, he, David Weiss was trying to make sure that the entire case went away. 
And then when he was called out on it by the IRS whistleblowers, uh, a handful of uh, GOP congressmen like Comer and Jordan and Smith from Missouri, and and that judge, the Trump judge, Narika, Mary Ellen Narika, that's when they they decided to indict him. And now they've indicted him. And uh, strangely enough, they indicted him on a Thursday, and he's supposed to be testifying before the uh, uh, behind closed doors, give a deposition to uh, James Comer's committee. And Comer went on TV this weekend and said, hey, you know what this is all about, don't you? This is about uh, them stopping uh, stopping Hunter Biden from being able to, uh, to, from having to testify before the committee under oath. But they've got this guy, uh, Schwer- Schwerin, Eric Schwerin, who's going to testify next month. And he's the guy who was basically handling all these shell corporations for him. And but then he then he said, hey, Hunter, I think you better pay these taxes. That was the end of Hunter Schwerin. They, they gave him the bum's rush down the stairs. Now he's going to testify. I don't know what he's going to say. I'm sure, he'll, I'm sure they'll try to impeach his testimony like they did with Tony Bobolinsky before the 2020 election. 844-500-4242. Happy holidays to you. MyPillow is excited to bring you their biggest betting sale ever, just in time for the holidays. Here's a great gift for you. Right now, you can get the Giza Dream Bed Sheets for as low as $29.98, a set of pillowcases for only $9.98. Rejuvenate your bed with a MyPillow mattress topper for as little as $99.99. They also have blankets in a variety of colors, sizes, and styles. They even have blankets for your pets. Get duvets, quilts, down comforters, body pillows, bolster pillows, and so much more, all with the biggest discounts ever. Want to give the perfect gift this holiday season? Give the gift of better sleep with MyPillow's extended money-back guarantee. They're extending their money-back guarantee until March 1st, 2024, making these products the best for your family and friends. So, happy holidays to you. Go to MyPillow.com and use promo code HOWIE or call 800-658-4965 and you'll get huge discounts on all MyPillow bedding products, including the Giza Dream bed sheets for as low as $29.98. And get all your shopping done now while quantities last. I'm Howie Carr. The Howie Carr Show returns after this. He's Howie Carr. Eight four four five hundred forty two forty two. Gail in Texas, uh, Texas. And by the way, you can always text uh, text us to Howie at six one seven two one three ten sixty six. Gail says, please don't make S-Corp sound fraudulent. Low-informed will assume. If you're illegally collecting money, it's not the S-Corp's fault. It's a fraudulently set up business by the fraudulent capital to uh, to start it. She's an S-Corp business person. I'm just saying that Joe Biden is out there. And as I mentioned in my column on uh, Friday, we played a lot of the cuts on the show on Friday. He, he just keeps uh, ranting and raving about how the millionaires and the billionaires and the trillionaires aren't paying their fair share. Again, I'll put that in air quotes, their fair share. But this is, I'm just reading you from the Wall Street Journal 2019. Mr. Biden and his wife, Dr. Jill Biden, 
routed their book and speech income through S-corporations, according to tax returns the couple released this week, this again, 2019. They paid income taxes on those profits, but the strategy let the couple avoid the 3.8% self-employment tax they they would have been they would have paid had they been compensated directly instead of through the S corporations. The tax savings were as much as five hundred thousand dollars. Five hundred thousand dollars. For for one thing, it puts the lie to the fact that he said that he never made more than four hundred thousand. He, he he saved according to his own tax returns. He saved five hundred thousand by setting up this S corp. Compared compared to what the Bidens would have uh, owed. If this, uh, if there hadn't been the S corps, I'm just, I'm just saying that, you know, he he attacks you and me and Gail for using S corps and what they call loopholes. When it's when it's uh, when when they're using them, though, it's okay, and it's even okay for Hunter not to pay any taxes at all because he's an addict. Don't you know he has a disease? Eight four four five hundred forty two forty two. Dan, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Dan. Hey, Howie, thanks for taking the call. I just wanted to say, you know, and this really shines in your books as well. I was listening to your breakdown of that Schwerer information and Weiss, and I'm like sitting here with my mouth kind of hanging open thinking, my God, that's what's missing in the world is journalism. You know, I mean, your background really shows, and I'm not trying to just like stroke your ego here. I I, I mean that. And, and then I'm contrasting it to this quote before from uh, from Al Gore, and I'm thinking to myself, how is that guy? All of his info is massaged and discredited, and he's like put out this whole kind of garbage science thing out there into the world, and like right. he's still, they're still quoting him, you know. And, and I, when Dan, I, when he's you he's made them, hundreds of millions of dollars. He's run he's run every kind of scam. We talk about these investments, you know, with the Green New Deal. He got in he got one of these uh channels, one of these cable channels and then he sold it to some Arabs, didn't he, for a couple of 100 million dollars? The total the the credit, right? The credit swap scam that he he was yeah. running. I mean, the whole thing is like garbage. You, know, you you listen to these outlets and they're like putting out like they're still talking about Russian collusion as if it happened. And they're talking about how Hunter Biden is misinformation and all this other garbage. And, I'm, and I feel like I'm living in this, like, bizarre world alternate reality. And, and my thought is, it's got to be journalism that's dead, right? Uh, you know, if well, journalism, I mean, there's a lot of stuff that's be- dead. I mean, justice seems to be dead in many, in many ways, too. But journalism is definitely dead. You, you, know what, uh, you know what Al Gore was before he, be, uh, before he became a politician? He was a journalist. He worked, uh, he worked for the Nashville Tennessean. He, he went to law school for a while, but then he dropped out, and he was in divinity school to stay out of the Army for a while. And then he went into the Army because it was hurting his father that he was a draft dodger. But he's never done anything.